Hi everybody, it's Carl Emberson checking in from Punta Mita. Hola everybody, nice to have you here on this sunny Friday. Hoping you're all well at home, safe, healthy, in what are very trying times. Nice to see our friend Juan Manuel Arias from Argentina, first in. Nice to have you back, thanks for joining us. As we wait for our host of the day, the general manager of the St. Regis Punta Mita Resort, uh, about to join in with us, James Hughes. Um, I'm sure many of you know him, those that visit us frequently, a lovely guy. I uh, had the pleasure of knowing James for over 20 years now. So uh, James is from Uruguay, which happens to be the same country where Sabine, my wife, is from. So, I, And uh, we also happened, James also worked for Hyatt. There's a lovely bar there that, you know, that's a beautiful little bar down the St. Regis. You're happy. I happened to manage the St. Regis years ago, so I can talk about this this beautiful resort while uh, while James tries to check in with us. Um, I managed it from the year 2010 to the year 2016, I believe. It was like uh, for over five years I was the general manager there. So uh, beautiful hotel, 120 rooms. Uh, it's been, been in Punta Mita uh, for over 10 years now some photos of this beautiful resort, which is uh, paradise, part of the two Punta Mita resorts, the Four Seasons and the St. Regis. The Four Seasons has been here for 20 years and the St. Regis has been here for 10 years and uh, beautiful hotels, great people. Uh, the staff there are beautiful. Um, and uh, I've heard some great, I've had a great story, which uh, was uh, I happened to hear about over the last week or so there's a there's a St. Regis regular client who comes every year for the last say 10 years so he reached out uh, his name is Chris I won't go give any more he reached out to Sabine who he knew from uh, as a regular client and and asked her to get in touch with five or six of his favorite waiters and the butler uh, one of the butlers Carlos and because uh, he was worried about, you know send them some money etc to for them and their families uh let me while i wait for james to connect let me tell you a little bit about more about the saint regis punta Mita resort uh it's won many prizes over the year it's recognized as one of the top luxury hotels in in mexico and in, in and around the world the saint regis brand obviously is is, is associated to luxury and um you know it's it's a beautiful property very intimate lovely got three or four swimming pools uh some great restaurants and most of all it's got wonderful staff so st regis has uh it's been a great place for weddings for for a number this is the beautiful golf courses we have the two jack nicholas golf courses. in fact today i have a great this is a collector's item when i was I knew I was going to speak to James today. I found this hat in my office, which is a, a signed by Jack Nicholas and Loreno Ochoa. Here we go, waiting for James Hughes to join us, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the hiccups. We've been doing really well until now. Hey, James. Hey. How are you, mate? I'm sorry for the delay, having a little bit of a technical problem. 
That's okay, buddy, but you're looking great. Yeah, how's the background? Great, beautiful. Ah, oh, you're actually at the St. Regis. Of course. Oh, wow. The last, uh, the last time I saw you, you've actually cut that beard a little bit. I think uh, it, it was starting to, people were starting to say, hey, it's not Christmas yet, you know? So, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> great, James. Anyway, great to have you with us here today. Checking in from Punta Mita. Checking with, as I introduced, I've spoken a little bit about, or quite a lot about the St. Regis so far, but I'll, I'll hand over the talking to you now, mate. Nice to have you with us, ladies Thanks. and gentlemen. James Hughes, tell us a little bit about what's, how is the St. Regis Putamita, the employees, uh, how, how's everything over there? Well, thanks a lot, Carl, for inviting me to this. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, everybody's been reading about, it's all about staying in touch. And uh, our staff are, which we call host in the world of St. Regis, our hosts are doing well. Uh, we managed to keep everybody employed. Um, and so uh, most people are at home. Obviously, we have a skeleton staff here working. And, uh, but everybody's in very good spirits. We're communicating with them in different ways. I guess the most accessible way for the host to get in touch with us and uh, keep, keep abreast of everything that's going on is our Facebook. So we have a lot of members, uh, a good, good percentage of our staff go in there and you know we celebrate birthdays we, we we do all kinds of stuff to to really stay in touch so and that's really important and everybody seems optimistic the great news is that so far knock on wood so far not one single host or anybody in the host family has uh, gotten the virus so i think that's the most important news that i can give you about the staff really Right. Yeah, that's great. Great, great, great news. And uh, James, and uh, wonderful to hear. Thank God we're in a region that touch wood, like you say, um, has, has been pretty, pretty uh, free of the COVID-19 so far. Uh, so let's pray and hope that it continues that way. Tell me a little bit, James, what if, if you, while the hotel's been closed, have, has there been any works going on or what, what, have, you, what have you been doing? What, what have, what's happened? Well, we're focusing on three main areas. Uh, one is obviously the maintenance work that we have to we have to do to keep up the property, and also to take advantage of the fact that the hotel is empty right now, and that allows you the possibility to get into rooms and really do a lot of things that it's difficult to do when you're running 70, 80, 90 percent occupancy. So we're really just in uh, a lot of the maintenance that you don't really get a whole lot of time to do um, and and keeping up the property and the grounds we're going to be uh, you know investing a, a, a little in in the landscapes especially down by the beach you know when you look, walk across in front of the villas and stuff the right. beach the beach tends to eat that up no so we've been working on that and then in terms of cleanliness uh, we have a a team of, of people in housekeeping. And uh, we're basically just really doing a great job maintaining, maintaining the rooms, the outlets, and just basically making sure that we're perfect shaped for opening in what we hope to be July 1st at this point. It's a moving picture, we know, right? So right. we depend on our partners from the airlines and 
you know, everybody's anxious to come back. We get a lot of people writing us uh, to our to our uh, site, and you know, and everybody's raring to go. And now, just making sure that the hotel is pristine to welcome everybody back. Uh, sure, you know, when you said we were fortunate to be in this area, I think we're very fortunate to be in Punta Mita behind the gates. I was, you know, I'm still amazed that. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows this, but when you arrive right now to the Punta Mita area, not behind the gates, police actually stop you and check your temperature. I think that's incredible. And yeah. not just anybody can get into Punta Mita. So, you know, just being behind the gates, being well protected, being controlled before you enter. Uh, and that applies to our staff as well. No, So that's a key to it. So basically, yeah. that's what we've been concentrating on and keeping in touch with our guests, which is very important, obviously. And, uh, and you know, basically waiting to uh, communicate a very, a very innovative approach to the cleanliness and security that some of you may have seen already has been announced by, by our CEO, improve our cleanliness. And that involves working with all of the authorities worldwide and also specialists that have an advisory council. That's the word I, that was leaving me. So we formed a cleanliness advisory council and, and we should be rolling that out pretty soon. We're going to be able to t tell people a little more detail about that, what that's all about. And then the other thing is just trying to get creative and being innovative in our approach to what we're going to offer when we open, because everybody knows that everything's going to, everything's changed. Obviously people are going to be looking for a much, much more private, intimate, controlled experience, luxury nonetheless. And so I don't want to give a lot away, but you know, everything, everybody from our chef to our uh, food and beverage people and, uh, marketing and sales, we're, we're all working and taking advantage that we have the time to get creative and come out with new ideas and innovation. And that kind of keeps our spirit up and we're excited to be opening. And that's what it's all about, right? Definitely, definitely, James. And I, I can, from what I'm reading and hearing and listening, uh, Marriott is quite up there in the front leading the way in terms of the new innovations in terms of cleanliness specifically and yeah, yeah in the short term our industry will will certainly change uh, somehow they're talking you know the the disappearing or in the immediate future of, of buffets uh, yeah maybe you know there's the restaurants will be and the beach chairs will all have to be maybe a little bit separated but hey you guys have a great team there creative as you say i think our ability to pivot and to adapt to the times, which will be, which will continue to change, I think is key going forward. Tell me uh, a little bit, uh, James. Um, I don't know if you heard. I heard a story. I was telling the people about a story. Uh, there's always a lot of nice stories, and you, you've probably you know about what we're doing in peace in town here, yeah. uh, feeding the community. I heard a story about a client who you know well of the Saint Regis. Uh, in case people don't know, I was the general manager before James, so. We, we have a lot of things in common, James and I. He's a little bit be better looking than I am. But <laughs> hey, he has a beard. I have no hair. <laughs> uh, it's all good. 
So anyway, I, I, don't, it's I, don't change, I was telling our friends about that are connected today about Chris Barbin. Yeah. I think you remember Chris and Laurie? Uh, he reached Absolutely. out to Sabine asking her for the name of five uh, of your team of butlers and as you yeah. wanted to send them and their families um, some some money so just to see they were worried that they if they were well you know so it's that type of connections that a hotel like yours have made over the years where 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 the guests become family you no know? so that's why you mentioned there you're connecting you remain connected and i think that's been the secret during this last two or three months is our ability to remain connected no absolutely absolutely and uh it, that's one example and we get a lot of people asking about our team and asking about the people that have like you say there's people that have been coming here for 11 years there's people that came here with their newborn son or daughter and now you know they're 10 years old and and you can see them when they arrive they run straight to the beach and they look for you remember people like ricardo who have been here since day one right uh, and that's the beautiful thing about not only this business, but about this resort as well, no? Uh, I think we're just so fortunate that our, our hosts, uh, that are all local, by the way, uh, that they can, they can uh, you know, just develop this personal relationship with our guests. And that's really what it's all about. So we have a lot of very, very loyal guests that have come forever, like Chris, and others that are just, you know, raring to come back and, and also worried and asking about our staff. Absolutely. No, that's, yep. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, tell me a little bit, uh, James, what are your thoughts on going forward on, say, weddings? You know, I've been to many weddings at, at, at the St. Regis, a beautiful setting. Um, how do you think, you know, I know you maybe don't want to share any secrets or any breaking news but some things will change on how we do things uh going forward what are your thoughts or on that well i think that for example i i expect that there's going to be a lot of the weddings that we're going to host uh this year we actually have quite a few coming in as of i would say as of september um i would expect a lot of technology so because you know maybe maybe they are not going to be able to have as many people come to the event. So I would imagine, and we're already working on that, I would imagine a lot more technology around it so that a lot of people around the world or definitely in their hometown can participate virtually. So that's, that's one thing that I think is going to change a lot. Uh, but I also think that people are going to be looking more and more for a destination and a resort like ours where, as I said before, we're contained. Uh, this hotel is, you know, we're, we're, we're 120 rooms, but we're on a very big footprint, which allows us to really, really host more private events and weddings are one of them. So I think that we're a natural, um, a natural place for that in where we will have to uh, operate in a different way. And I think technology is going to have a lot to do with it. But the interest is going to be for more remote, not in terms of right. distance,
but more remote type destination like ours. So yeah. more to come and we're, you know, just working hard on, on uh, developing, uh, you know, a strategy. And, uh, and we think that there's going to be a lot more coverage on social media more than ever of any weddings that are held here as well. Right, yeah, it's, it's interest, interesting, uh, the whole thing about human, the human touch or contacts and all that. We have to, how we'll have to adapt to that. But you, yeah. you're dead right there when you say it's a very, the footprint, it's low dens density. Yes. There's, no, there's no lifts. There's no, you really can do, it's a very, very intimate property you have. So I think that's a, a great advantage. Uh, uh, yeah. Your and, property and, will have. Yeah, and uh, and uh, if you look at real weddings on Pinterest, that gives you an example of what we're talking about. And you know that's the tendency. And uh, moving forward, that's what that's what it's going to be all about, basically. I think a lot of people are going to get married after being in quarantine together for a couple months. Maybe a lot are going to separate too, right? But hopefully, hopefully that that's going to be good for the wedding business, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's been certainly been trying times for all, uh, be it here or be it uh, wherever they may be. Uh, so, uh, but as you say, we we live in a, a privileged destination. We look forward to welcoming back our guests in the future. And uh, a lot of them have asked us a lot of questions here today. A lot of them took wanting to get married, I can see, from some of the questions, <laughs> like yeah. you say, uh, but I think, uh, James, that's that's about wraps it up from our checking in, checking in from, with with James Hughes and Carl from Punta Mita. Great to see you. You're looking healthy. I think you've put on a few kilos. Yeah, I think we both did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Carl. Really appreciate it. Huh? Thank you, man. Keep everybody Stay happy. Well. And take care, mate. All the best. All right. You too. Bye-bye.